It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. You did look a, a little tired after that Portland game in the press conference. So you, 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 you feel like you're, you're re-energized now that you're back home? Um, yeah, no, I think last week was uh, definitely an emotional roller coaster for everyone. You know, I think even today the guys are still feeling a little bit leggy. Um, again, I think that's what makes this league very unique to most leagues in the world. You know, you have a five-hour plane flight, you have a game two days later, and then you travel again, you know, to, to Portland in a game where, you know, you've got to get a result to get things going in the right direction again. Um, so... Yeah, I think it was, uh, you know, we're, we're still kind of feeling the effects of that. Um, but again, there's no rest for the weary in this, in this gig. you gotta, you got to come in and, and, and do the work, get in early, you know, stay in after, look at the film. I mean, there's, there's no time to rest, you know. The time I find my, uh, my piece of uh, solace of the, in the day is, is when I wake up and I do my meditation, and that's it. There's about 30 minutes of just bliss, and then the rest of it is the rat race. Major League Soccer game you played at Rio Tinto Stadium was against Toronto, and in my personal opinion, I thought it was some of the more captivating football under your guidance, um, certainly this year. Mm-hmm. Do you go back and, and, and you watch some of that, that tape and, and some of the build-up and movements that took place, or because it's a different opponent, it, it doesn't really relate to one of them? We definitely want to capture that the mentality of that group because I think what we also did really well in that game is defend really well from the front I think Bobby and Serge really set a great precedent up front and and I think Miram and and Chang did a great job playing off those two so it was the intensity in which we pressed from for our first goal where Chang was able to steal the ball and then we had a great combination in, in transition to set Miram up and he had a great individual play so I think we, 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 you know, again, for me, I always talk about the defending from the front and, and why that's so important. Um, when those guys are at their best, everyone else is engaged and, and they paint really clear pictures for the guys behind them. And when they paint really clear pictures for the guys behind them, we're able to anticipate and steal balls in midfield, which I think we did a good job of that game as well. And so now it's not always going to be built up from the back, you know, 15 passes. It's really starting your attack from 35 yards from goal. So um, that's something that we'll uh, hammer on, on on Thursday and look towards. But as far as um, the way we played in Toronto, against Toronto, I couldn't agree more. I thought we were dynamic. We were, um, we were running beyond the back line, creating space for our midfielders. Pablo had his best game of the season. Sergio was, had four or five chances on goal. And then the, I think the, the X factor was Dami, who was um, – a really important piece from the beginning and to the end of that game. And unfortunately, Tommy's still going through some stuff with his back, so he's questionable for the weekend. Um, but, but yeah, we'll go back and, and, and take a look at that tape and try to relive those emotions. I, I was going to ask you about, about, about Tommy and the extent of that back injury. Well, I guess you kind of answered it, but where, where did he pick it up? Um, he, he took a knock in New York and oh, kind of okay. played through the early on and kind of played through the game. Uh, I wasn't made aware, aware of it until the next day when we had video and he was standing in the back and not sitting down. Um, and he said his back just locked up. And so it looks like it's a nerve situation and muscle spasms and that kind of stuff. So 
he's making great progress, but uh, you know we'll see how he goes uh, in the next couple of days and, and see where he's at as far as availability for the weekend. Oh, and then lastly from me, you, you opted to, uh, to play Everton Louise alongside Pablo in the midfield. I, I'd just love to hear your thoughts on, on that group. Scott Caldwell as well. Nick Beasley got some minutes um, against the hailstorm. Are you, are you feeling pretty good about that midfield group going forward? Yeah, I think, you know, I think Scott and Pablo have done a fantastic job, um, in, you know, in the first eight, eight games, nine games, um, really forming a good partnership. Uh, you know, I think Scott, Scott's positioning on both sides of the ball really allows Pablo to kind of express himself. Going into, uh, you know, the Portland game, just felt like we needed a little bit more bite in the middle of the field against, a, you know, a, a Portland team that's really dynamic and fluid in the attack. And I think Everton did a really good job there. And I thought B's played well against uh, the hailstorm and those were his first real minutes with our team uh this year so you know it's good to get those guys minutes and uh and, and to have options and to see that they're all playing uh well and uh yeah we'll see how we go for this weekend but uh, great to have uh those four players available all right dj you're up so pablo the the goals have flowed much more freely at home than on the road and i know some of that is natural but it's a pretty stark difference. I think four of your road goals, one penalty, and three in the snow in 20 minutes in New England. What What is doing it at home that is so different? Because you scored five goals in three games there, and it's just a completely different vibe. Uh, that's a good question. You know, I, I don't know. I, you know, I think on the road, obviously, you want to make sure that, you know, the, the you, you know that the first 15, 20 minutes of any game on the road, that the home team is going to really put a lot of pressure and set the tone. Um, and I think it's a little different at home where, you know, other teams might be sitting off expecting the same thing that, that most teams expect was a, a flurry of pressure early on. And uh, fortunately for us, I think we've been able to capitalize early on in games, at least the last two games um, against Nashville and Toronto. Um, and so, you know, I think once, you, once, you, once a goal goes in, then the game changes, right? So all plans fly out the window after the first goal as far as the, 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 the exchange of emotional momentum that goes on. Um, and, and yeah, so, I, I, you know, it's an interesting, you know, dynamic. I, I think, you know, we could have scored a couple goals at the weekend. We, we, got, we got in some really good spots against Portland. Uh, Pablo, Chang got in a couple good spots as well. Um, but, you know, that's a good question. So the LA Galaxy are flying right now. I think the last, they played five games this month, four wins and a draw. One of the wins is Open Cup over to San Diego Loyal. What do you see from them? What is making them so good right now? Well, they're a team that don't give up a lot of uh, opportunities in, in open play. I think they've conceded one. Um, they're uh, obviously, for me, one of the most dynamic offenses in the league. Um, they have, you know, Costa, Chicharito, Alvarez is putting in a shift, Cabral. Um, they have uh, Granzier who comes in and spells players, so they have a really dynamic attack. They're, they're, you know, so they're defending as a team this year. Um, they're doing a really good job of that. And when they win balls, they break and they have speed up front that can really punish teams. Um, but they can also break you down. They, they use their goalkeeper quite a bit in, in build up, and they're comfortable in, in, in setting up different shapes in the attack um, and breaking teams down. So they're really. They're a really good team on both sides of the ball. They got, uh, you know, a fantastic group, um, and they're playing with a lot of confidence. And so, um, you know, I think we know what we're up against. And, and for us, it's it's really building off the Portland game defensively and, and really trying to find good opportunities in our build 
um, to break them and, 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 and make them run as well and defensively and, and, and chase the game a little bit. And for us to continue to look forward and play forward and, and pick up second balls and, and try to impose ourselves with the ball higher up the field to, to lock them in and, and, and make them defend. You talked about this a little bit after the game, but now that you've had a chance to rewatch the game and really dive into it, what did the team do so well defensively? Because obviously New York was a nightmare, and obviously you got the shutout in Portland. It was completely different. What happened? What did you see? Uh, it's, you know, I, I think the, it, it was really an emotional shift more than anything else. All the stuff that we've been doing all year um, hasn't changed. It wasn't like all of a sudden we um, changed the scheme defensively. What we did was really focus on the, the the defensive side of the game and and really minimizing gaps centrally to make them play to to, to force them to play around us um, and and again I think that starts with the guys up front I think Bobby and Serge did a really good job along with Miriam and, and Chang um, and we won the ball in some really good spots I don't think our transition was necessarily the best in the first half I think I think it got better in the second half where you know Serge was able to open up his legs a little bit get behind defenses um, Bobby doing the same and Chang running um, so. I, I just think it's, it's more about what you focus on that week, um, you know, because, again, we, we like I think Tom said earlier, we had one of our best overall performances against Toronto, and you're flying high, and you kind of let your guard down a little bit, thinking that you're going to go there, and you're going to go to a, a, a small, the smallest field in the league and a team that's hadn't won in five games, and you're just going to be able to recreate it. Um, and I think we were a bit naive in the way we approached that. And so it was just getting back to really focusing on, on the defensive side of the game and, and making, making it really difficult for them to break us down. And I think we did a great job of that. Thanks, Pablo. Caleb? Yeah, um, you've got about a, a week left until the, the transfer window closes. Um, have you been a part of any discussions involving potential uh, player transfers? Yeah, uh, I've, been in, I've been in those conversations. Um, but, but again, I think I'd, I'd prefer to, you know, really speak about the players that we have in the building. Um, but, but there have been conversations and uh, aware of the, uh, the time as far as the window closing um, and hopeful that, um, you know, we can uh, bring a, a, a player or two in. Gotcha. And then I know uh, David Ochoa is away with the Mexican national team right now. Do you know if he'll be back in time or be able to play this weekend? Um, yeah, I think he'll be back in time. We'll just see how, you know, how he is physically, how he, you know, how he went in that game. You know, Joe is still coming back from a super long layoff and, and like any other player needs to get some reps, um, you know, to feel comfortable and, and, you know, and, and so hopefully he gets, he gets the game this Wednesday and, 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 you know, we'll make our decision, uh, moving forward based upon that, you know, but, uh. I think he's come. When, you know, I think he did. He did fairly well against uh, the the, uh, the Colorado game in, in the uh, midweek game last week. Um, looked looked to be in good positions, um, and I think this. You know, if he gets a chance to play with Mexico, I think it'll be a, a real sign of you know where he's at in his return back to form. Awesome, thanks. Joseph, you got anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, bueno, Pablo. Uh, Para mí la narrativa más importante de la semana pasada fue la reacción del equipo contra Portland. Um, para mí estuvo muy bien la reacción del equipo, um, y especialmente en la defensa. Um, ¿Qué tienes planeado para que esa siguiente semana contra uh, el Galaxy 
uh, siguen con ese, ese misma mentalidad defensiva, pero también uh, haciendo más en el ataque, porque también vimos uh, que no tenía mucha posesión y no tenía mucho de, de la pelota para crear oportunidades, aunque las oportunidades que sí creamos eran muy buenas. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Sí, no, yo creo que para la, el trabajo de esta semana eh, enfocando con el balón eh, sin perder la mentalidad como, como dijiste sobre el tema defensiva yo creo que para ser un, un, un equipo completo necesitamos jugar bien en los dos lados del, del, del balón y espero que tenemos eh, la misma mentalidad pero también creamos más oportunidades en, en gol y yo creo que a veces eh, como visitantes son más difíciles encontrar esos momentos, pero yo creo que eh, el equipo en, en, hoy día anduvo muy bien en, con el balón y espero que vamos a tener oportunidades de marcar gol. Eh, y, y otra pregunta en cuanto a los uh, delanteros. Ya tienes básicamente cuatro jugadores que juegan en esta posición con Bobby Wood, Rubio, Rubio, Sergio Córdoba y Edgar Carlock, que juega ahí más o menos también. Uh -huh. uh, ¿Cómo decides cómo, uh, cómo utilizarlos? Obviamente cuando estén saludables, porque obvio que tienen diferentes uh, uh, habilidades y diferentes aspectos de su juego que es mejor. ¿Decides utilizarlo como forma, algo táctico o de quién está de mejor forma? Pues para, en este momento no, no hay que tomar decisión porque siempre tenemos uno o dos jugadores que, que siempre están lesionados y... y la decisión para mí es muy obvio eh, el rubio eh, yo creo que todavía le falta un poco de físico y movimiento dinámico porque no todavía eh, perdió todo en la pretemporada y está usando eh, este momento para, para, para agarrar esa forma y yo creo que todavía le, 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 le toca un poco de tiempo y en este momento tenemos el Bobby y el, y el, el Sergio que es la primera vez, de la segunda vez que han jugado juntos en Portland y yo creo que también es importante ver cómo juegan como, como, como un par yo creo que con, con Dami y Sergio traen algo diferente que el Dami y el Bobby y, y los dos son, son buenos pares pero, pero vemos con también tiene que ver con, con el contrario con, con quién estamos jugando cómo, cómo nos queremos parar si queremos jugar con un 10 y un 9 con 2-9 so, hay, hay, hay muchas decisiones que, que van esa, cuando, cuando decidimos quién va a jugar, pero en este momento para mí es el, 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 el Bobby y el Sergio son los dos que están en, en forma para, para seguir para adelante 